What's your favorite Christmas song, Thomas? What? What's your... <laughs> He's eating a mince pie. What mouthful be more though? Festive. I've actually got a mouthful of a lid for mince pie because um, <laughs> the lid of me pie came off. Is that like the best bit? You know, like in um, Seinfeld, how Elaine no, only like tops the muffin tops. Oh, Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Again, you know. You're thinking man's crumpet. I'm going to sing you my favourite Christmas song. What was your question? What's your favourite Christmas song? Oh, that's a good question. I don't I... really like Christmas. No, I hear it. No, I love Christmas. <laughs> um, your favourite Christmas song would be... Uh, a one that when I was little I used to hate. Mm. You know that one? Um... Not the Pogues one, I fucking hate it. No. That. I wish I was at home for Christmas. If I was a rich man. No, that's that that's that song that you're singing now. What I'm singing is You know that song? I when I was little I used to hate it. Now it's not Christmas for me until I hear that song. What's when, yours? When do you hear? At Christmas. <laughs> You've not heard that. It's a, it's it's good. No. It's really good, man. I'm Maybe put that, it in the podcast so you can hear it then. That god awful Chris Rea one. Driving home for Christmas. That one's like. That's not the same guy as before. I. It's I only have one voice. Well, two voices. I have me. Yeah, this voice. Driving home for Christmas. You know, for Christmas. We we were in Prague, right? Oh. Me and my girlfriend, right? Is that when I was in Bamba? Yes. Right. And we're in some, like, pizza place. For one night, we went for, like, a, like a, an Italian. What'd you have? Um, I had risotto and she had pizza. And uh, they had a Chris Rea album on. And I've never, hit, like, listened to a lot of Chris Rea. And it, the, it, it was so weird, that album. It was, like, it was slowing down. What, like like was, the songs, like the tape was stretched or something like that. Yeah, almost the the songs. Like, I mean, his music is an upbeat for the best of times. But, yeah, well, one song was just it was like a single bass note just going bong bong, and it, it was like and him going. <laughs> <laughs> My dad keeps telling me that he lives just around the corner from where he lives. Ah, in uh, County Durham. Also, another local guy. Apparently, but I don't know if it's true. Yeah. Because my dad used to always say it to me. We used to drive past this shop in Jesmond, and I used to always, for some reason, just say, "What? What do they do in there?" And he used to always say, "They make fizzy sausage drinks." What a tinker! So, uh, <laughs> I, I was... just, I'm just thinking. I really hope fizzy sausage drink isn't something rude. It Jeez. sounds like it's something rude, it doesn't does, it? I. But I doubt my dad would have said that. He used to also say, "You'll be late." He used to do something wrong, and that's how he used to tell off. He'd go, stop it or you'll be late. And I'd go, late for what? And he'd say, as in the late Thomas Hurst. Wow. <laughs> Jesus, know. he sounds pretty brutal. Yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. Serving, <laughs> he's serving a 10 to 15 stretch at the moment. Like. <laughs> 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 
when you were going to say, like, <laughs> anecdotes your dad have said, right? <laughs> He yeah. has a band anecdote from my dad. <laughs> right. You know Brian Johnson, the second singer of ACDC? The second, was he? Yeah, um, the oh, other guy died. Oh, I didn't know that. And was he already in the band, though? Who? Uh, Brian Johnson. No, Brian Johnson came on board on Back in Black, but there's like albums before that. I didn't know that. Let There Be Rock is an absolutely amazing album, and I keep forgetting the guy's name, the old singer. He was more... I liked him more than Brian Johnson. Anyway, Brian Johnson was in a band called Geordie. And my dad claims... How apt. Yeah, my dad claims that he'd give him the flat cap to wear, Brian Johnson. I've got no reason to believe that. Well, I have. If you go on, like, any interview he gives, he never mentions... (laughs) He never acknowledges you. That's shocking, that. I know. Anyway, sorry, um, fact fan. So, this episode, we're... We're going to talk about two local events in Newcastle. Yes, is that right? I went. To, I went to both. You've been to uh, one of them. I yes. went to the two of them in the same day. It was a busy day for me and Kelly. I brutal on a sad day as well, wasn't it? So it would have been again. A bit... It was really good actually. Again for Kelly's um, blog, she managed to get. She's been getting loads of free stuff, loads of That's free tickets and stuff. <laughs> she managed to get free tickets to Comic Con in Newcastle, mm-hmm. and the tickets are like fifteen pound each, Fuck. which I'll say straight away. I wouldn't have paid for. <laughs> no disrespect to all the people involved who, who set it up and everything and all the people that were there. It's just something that I wouldn't pay for. I went because it was free and mm-hmm. I enjoyed the experience, but I wouldn't pay for it because I wouldn't have gotten as much out of it. You know what I mean? Like, I, I understand why people would. Oddly enough, I think Louise, my girlfriend, had the same uh, response to Game On because I paid for it. Mm-hmm. Like, I paid for her admission. Well, it was like 12 quid. No, Aye. I would like to go again, but I do think it's overpriced. Ooh, Leffy. Wow. Ooh, that's a very strange flavour. Do you like it? I think I do. Class. Oh, it's very, very particular. So yes, so get Comic Con. Got the tickets for free. Mm-hmm. It was held at the Metro. Arena. Re- Is it still a Metro Radio Arena? I believe so. Oh, we've got the Stereophonics on tonight. Have they? Uh, carry on. Why'd you bring that up? My girlfriend's going down. <laughs> it was actually back in November, wasn't it? I can't remember the date. Uh, but it was on the Saturday and the Sunday. I went on the Saturday. When you go in, obviously you've been to the, the, the arena before. Yes. In the in the atrium sort of bit is where they used to have the Mayfair Rock Club. Ah. That I, I used to go to with make me brother and all my mates and stuff. Uh-huh. So I know that quite well. I've been to the, the arena to see a few different bands. I think I went to see Coldplay years ago. Uh, also, Radiohead there. I should have oh, led with that. Lucky bastard. I was going to say, when you said Coldplay, I was like, fucking hell. Actually, Radiohead played there on my birthday. Ah, oh, man, that's... On the 23rd of November. You know, there's quite a lot of bands that I, I've seen, uh-huh. you know, that I, I wanted to see. Yeah. Like, I went to see Nick Cave recently. Uh-huh. I was so lucky to get a ticket. Thank you, Christian. And hi, hi, Christian. Hi, Christian. Hi, Christian. You're going to be a guest. <laughs> there's a band that I really want to see, and you've brought them up, Radiohead. How, how how do the because I know why I'm talking. How does the the Ricky are not like leak out of it? I know, it's class. Um, do you think like I think these are quite strong? It's like having a shot. <laughs> really strong. So as soon as you go into the into the arena, in the atrium bit, there's loads of people milling around. People are getting food. Mm-hmm. Straight away, saw Cami. I took a picture and put it on Twitter. Actually, Cami hanging around with who she who was she with? It was no one from Street Fighter. It was just some random bloke. 
well, it was obviously her partner, but he was dressed up as someone random. Mm-hmm. But she did it. She'd put a good effort in. She had the green leotard on, like I say. I put a picture on Twitter. I actually went over to them because as soon as I saw her, I went, oh, Kelly, I've got to get a picture of her. Mm-hmm. Because... Uh, and how did that go? The Street Fighter special. <laughs> yeah. she, Kelly was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. All right, that's very... Uh... She was having something to eat, so I left her alone. And then I saw her again later on, and I went over straight away and oh, can I take a picture? And they were both like, oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I had to say hello to him. Not of you, no offence. <laughs> Just her. <laughs> and she, he was like, oh, yeah, no problem. Uh, she, I've seen she, on she the... did a good effort. Sub Zero was knocking around as well. I got a picture of him. It was a couple of Zeldas. Um, I seen one. Yeah, there was, was loads of Mario's. I wanted to get as as many pictures of Mario as possible and then put them all in a like a car. Uh, like, but the there was like girl Mario. So there was Mario and Luigi, two girls dressed up as them, but they were like kind of young, and it was a bit slutty. And I thought it's gonna it's too inappropriate if I say like can I have a picture. If you, um, I, I think I, I think for the purposes of the podcast, I would have liked to have seen pictures of I these know, people. But they were they were too young. Too young, as in it's illegal. No, no, no I don't think so. Um, but like you're now getting as intrigued. Never mind. It was it was it was inappropriate. Um, so I just um, took the pictures without them, without them knowing about it anyway. <laughs> as I always say, <laughs> be discreet. I <laughs> uh, so in the atrium bit, there was loads of people knocking around, getting dressed up. They had it. Um, Kind of, I don't know. I think it was a competition. I think it was a competition for all the cosplays, and they were all on the stairs. Yeah. Like there was ooh, dozens of them. I took a picture of them all. Actually, I've seen that. The, one of the the, the craziest for, uh, cosplays was a woman in a wheelchair who had no legs. She actually had no legs, right. and she decided to get dressed up as a zombie. And there was someone pushing her around, and she was fucking terrifying. Really? Because uh, she'd like put loads of blood on her legs and stuff. Right. I, that, that picture was actually the one on the stairs. She was right at the front on the stairs. So have a look at that on Twitter. At Gone Oxley. But there was all sorts. It was, a, it was a good turnout. Really good effort. Oh, my two favourite though, which again, I put a picture on Twitter, was the two kids from Half-Life. Oh, yeah. That was fantastic. They were brilliant. They were, they were totally made up as well because I saw them and went, oh my God, and grabbed them both. I didn't grab them. Right. But I said to them, oh, can I have a picture of these two? And they were like, oh, yeah, 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 sure. Um, they, they had the gas brilliant. masks on. And uh, they were, they were the proper combine, yeah. But what I did was I took a picture and it was a rubbish picture. So I kind of like, afterward, I didn't think about it at first, but I kind of went, that's rubbish. Come here and sort of beckoned to them and sort of drew them away from their parents a little bit. And afterwards, I thought, you kind of do stuff like that these days. <laughs> I, so I kind of went, come over here, boys. I want to take another picture. I think you can get away with it, Tom. You don't Me? come across as a like paedophile or anything. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Now Even, t- which is now ironic because like, you, you are. Which is why it works so well. <laughs> um, since I've took that Santa outfit off anyway, I don't look quite as bad. Hmm. But then when you go inside in the actual arena bit where all the seating would be, there was just stalls and stalls and stalls of stuff. There was a retro gaming stall. Mm-hmm. I took a picture again. I put a collage on Twitter. Those are pictures that more PlayStation 1 games that I've ever seen in one place. They had loads of different consoles. They had quite a few plush toys as well. Uh-huh. Um, again, loads of Mario's. Mario was everywhere. Mario and Zelda was just everywhere. That stall, again, I put a picture on of the alien and oh, yes. Predator. Mm-hmm. Was it Predator? Or was it just alien? I think it was like alien uh, statues, but they had loads of different types. Well, they are very, very pricey, were they? Oh, yeah. I think the price was on one. 150 quid for one of the alien oh, statues. Yeah. Classy, though. You'd love to have one of them. <laughs> really classy. Mm. Stuff like that, though, if you have one, you've got to have more than one. Otherwise, it just looks ridiculous. It looks yeah. out of place, doesn't it? There was the, the stall of... He's on Twitter. It's at Scott Art Beyond. Mm-hmm. Scott Art Beyond. Put a couple of pictures up, and he, he, I followed him, and he follows me back now. Told him to check out the... The Super Street Fighter 2 episode, don't know if he has. He does loads of really cool artwork. 
loads of comic book stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he actually draws for a comic book or if he just does the, the art, the, like copies the art. I'm not sure. But the Akuma one and the Ryu and Ken one I put up were pretty cool. There was a couple of people who weren't really just visiting. They were the kind of must have went round with the actual show. There was a couple of guys dressed up as uh, stormtroopers, and then there was a X-wing pilot. They were they were really oh, cool. Oh yeah. And then it came to the the actual like famous people. There was quite a few Ewoks people who played Ewoks. Sorry. Aye. There was a lot of comic book writers, draw uh, artists out the front, the front area. I didn't know any of them because I just don't know a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. There's a few um, actors who've had parts in, like, Doctor Who. You ever heard of a show called... What was it called? There was a computer game came out for the 360, I think it was PlayStation as well, that was... The idea was it was supposed to tie in with a TV show and set in a sort of parallel universe where oh, aliens... Yeah, I... That... Or, like, cohabiting on Earth with humans. It was D-something... Uh, was Spielberg like the producer or something on Possibly. that? Possibly. Oh no, you're thinking of um, Fallen Skies. Ah, Falling right. Skies. This one was not Divergent. Not uh, oh, God, I can't remember. But one of the main characters, a female lead from that, was was there. Mm-hmm. I actually played the the, the game. The game. I uh, on the 360 just wasn't very good though. It was like a mm. an open world kind of tried to make it like wow. Uh, she was there, and then the big guy who was there, like the most famous person, was Darth Vader himself. Oh, Peter Prowse. Who I've seen when I was a kid yeah. as the Green Cross Code man. Yeah. You saw I, him in real life? Yeah, when I was at primary school, nine or ten. T- I'm sure Terry's seen him as well. He came in. You know, he used to be the Green Cross Code man. Right. And, like, if you're not old enough to remember the Green Cross Code man, it was like trying... It was an infomercial. It was him dressed up as this, like superhero telling you how to like cross the fucking road you had a, I'm sure you had a ro- like a robot dog or something kind of like this, <laughs> who the doesn't? one doctor who's got you know canine sort of like that yeah. uh, interesting aside you know Clockwork Orange yeah he's in that you know yeah he plays I was because I was telling Kelly all about who he who he was and who he's played he plays the guy that sort of carries the the older bloke mm. around I'm glad you enjoy fine wine have yeah. another glass <laughs> I'm pleased you appreciate good wine have another glass. He's class, him. Yeah. There's a bit where, like, I don't know if he suddenly realised who he is or, or, like, you can see. Oh, he's having a bath, isn't he? Is he singing, I'm singing in the rain again, in the bath? Ah, uh, yes. And yes. You, it goes downstairs and you see the look on his face. I love Clockwork Orange. Yeah. It is an amazing film. Yeah, it's good. Like. But I, he just looked like a little bit like he didn't know where he was. He's I getting felt. very old, though, isn't he? Well, he looked, he's massive. He's like, has he got gigantism or something? Or he's just huge. Like one of his feet was sticking out under the, under the table. Like he must have a, a gammy leg or something. Oh. He just, uh, I I don't know, he just didn't, s- didn't look well at all. I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I hear to see, like, you know when you haven't seen someone for years, yeah, and you see them again, and you're like, "Wow, like yeah, they yeah. look terrible." Absolutely, like, yeah. A lot it of didn't my look well. like heroes are like that now, though, because um, a lot of the music I listen to, you know, the like the look, 
you know, they've had hard, hard oh, lives. Yeah. I mean, Dave Mustaine nowadays, yeah. <laughs> he looks, oh, he just looks like, well, he's had a tough life, you know, oh. they all have, and it's just, it's sad, really. It's a shame, but that's life, isn't exactly it? what happens, isn't it? Oh, God, is this is right. a Christmas episode. Well, it is. <laughs> Christmas is depressing. Um, it is. Being single or like, I mean, I don't care if I've got a girlfriend or single. Like, you know, I've had patches where I've been single and I don't I don't actually personally give a fuck about that. But... That's not that Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, we'll edit that bit out. You don't like it, do you not, eh? All right. Well, Christmas is just, it's it's so much about like, oh, you've got to have a relationship. You've got to do this. You've yeah. got to do that. You've got to be having a good time. And it's just, it's just relentless. It, mm. You know, the buying of gifts and just all this tat people just... Give to one another. It's just, uh, it's, it's brutal. It's a waste of money, like. That's what I don't like. The amount of money you could save if you if you just didn't waste it all on... Because on, you just feel so much pressure to, mm-hmm. to get something good for someone as well. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's a piss take. But it's nice. I, I do like the day, the Christmas day, having a massive dinner and stuff. Well, I like dinner, that. yeah. <laughs> it's the best, the best thing. I like the fact you can drink at, like, say, 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock yeah. and no one's, no like, one. going, God, Ross has got some problems, like, hasn't he? Like I mean, I drink every, anyway. Like. Every other day of the week. <laughs> so he was the main guest, though, was he? Uh, I think he was, like, the, the most famous, apart from the DeLorean. The DeLorean oh, yeah, I've seen the picture. Yeah. Get photos and that. It did say there was a sign next to David Prowse saying, no photographs, please. Oh. And the autographs, if you want an autograph, it's £15. Uh, I know they do that sort of thing. It's like... There's a lot of cool T-shirts. I took some pictures and put on Twitter again. Loads of cool, really cool T-shirts that they had on sale. I didn't buy anything, but they looked nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, loads of artwork and toys, figures. It was good. It was interesting to walk around and kind of be amongst people that just were totally harmless and uh, unassuming and nice, and just that, nice yeah. people. There was one girl who pissed us off, though. She was dressed up as Harley Quinn, because you know how Harley Quinn is just the, the go-to dress-up this year. Uh, yeah. Everyone's dressing up as a... Even Kelly did for Halloween. She painted her face like Harley Quinn. Oh, did she? She had a blog post about it. Right. Uh, um, so Has she got a blog? <laughs> uh, she was writing a bit when we were in Bamber, did I tell you? Um, so she was dressed up as Harley Quinn, but she was going around and she was kind of pretending that she was Harley Quinn and it was just really irritating. So, like she was an kind annoying of, bitch? I uh, going up to people with that accent going, oh, have you seen the Joker? Oh my God, I've lost him. And it was just like... How I, I love that show, like... <laughs> that impression. Yeah. yeah, it's perfect, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But uh, she was just irritating. But bless her, she was just... Getting excited, I think. Getting a bit of excited by it all. Uh, but yeah, that's it, really. That's that, there's nothing much else to say. It was just um, I appreciated getting to go for free. Mm-hmm. It was good to have a look around. There was a couple of risky outfits. There was this one woman. I don't know what she was dressed up as, but it was it looked like she was a character from Wow or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she like had everything on show, basically everything that you can legally have on show anyway. Um, and she had these weird contact lenses at first. I wasn't sure if she was blind or not because her eyes were like proper mad, like zombie eyes sort oh. of thing. Which is oh, because that's what blind people's yeah, eyes look any, like. That, that was meant to be two separate statements. <laughs> I apologise to any of our blind listeners, which is probably quite a few, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think blind people would be fans of retro gaming, though, would they? Um, you, you miss out quite a lot of... Maybe the... I don't know. Maybe they sit right next to the console and feel the buzz and stuff and like the, like the feel of it and the music. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I don't know. It, like games for blind people. Yeah. C- could they make that in some form? It would have to be tactile stuff, wouldn't it? Like, that's an interesting uh, subject. 
to investigate, which we'll not do. <laughs> Someone else can do it for me. Yeah, and then I'll listen to the show, get write down some points, and then get a bit pissed and talk about them yeah. with you, and that'll be a cover. What about people who were, who did have sight and now haven't? That's true. I think that's always worse. Like that must be worse in a sense. Because you've never, you know, you know that statement. It's or it's worse to have loved and lost, and never to have loved at all. Yeah. Mm. Oh no! Is it? It's, it's better, better to it's love. Better to have loved and but lost. But I, I disagree with that. Right. Because if you haven't ever like loved, then you don't know what you're missing. Do you I mean? But that's the point, though, isn't it? That's kind of a glasses half full versus glasses half empty opinion on that particular statement. See, like Adam now. I'm trying to think of a very addictive drug like heroin. Yeah, heroin. It's meant to be Moorish, <laughs> like if, crunchy nut cornflakes. Yeah, if one person I or crunchy nut cornflakes, heroin or or <laughs> crunchy nut cornflakes. Same if difference. you've had it once, it's not better to have had it once than to never have it at all. It's better to have had it. Oh, I don't know. No, yeah, I mean no, that's uh, that's the really interesting Christmas way of looking out. at it. Really strange, interesting. Can way I have of some more leffy, please? Of course, yeah. I'm not sure I'm a fan of it. It's got a very, very interesting taste. It's unique so taste, like have as much have the rest of it. So, if there are any blind listeners out there, please let us know how that works. Mm. We're very interested to know. Um, another thing I wanted to say just before I forget, before we move on, because that's everything I want to say about Comic Con. Right. Mm-hmm. Before we move on to Game On mm-hmm. Two, on the Christmas theme, because we've got to get something Christmassy in this episode. I was Googling about Christmas games in preparation for this podcast and I saw some pretty cool Christmas Christmas related or Christmas themed decorations. Oh, really? I've never... Uh, I've yeah. seen Christmas related jumpers. Like, there's right. this fantastic ah, yes, one yes, yes. of Ryan Ken on yeah. a red. Like, I don't know if you've seen that one. Uh-huh. If so, basically what I want to say, if there's anyone listening on Twitter, send me a message or a picture oh, yeah. of any... If you say of your the best ones you've seen, Christmas jumpers, Christmas decorations or game-related retro games or whatever, mm-hmm. send them to us. Yeah, I'd Gonox, love to say that. At Gonox Lair, G-O-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R. Just send anything you can think of that we might like. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I remember, it's not Christmas-related, but it's like a celebration. Someone was having a birthday. It was one of Christian's friends. Hello, Christian again. Hi, Christian. <laughs> And uh, they made, um, as a birthday cake, it was a green mushroom. Like, birthday oh, cake, yeah, yeah. someone had made. What is a green mushroom? Is that Extra Life? It's an Extra Life on Mario. Yeah. I love... Is that it? I don't know. Sounds like something... Sounds like the German version of Mario or something like Great Grana Sisters probably had that sound effect. For sure. So moving on to Game On 2.0. Yep. Game On 2.0. So did you go to the first one? Because I never did. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Mm. I put a lot of pictures on, on uh, Twitter Yeah. From on that day. Brilliant. And a few Vines. Oh, we've got a Vine account as well. And an Instagram account. Okay. Uh, the Vine account is linked on Twitter. Mm-hmm. At the top of the Twitter feed. Instagram is just at Gonoxler, I think. It's just the right. same. Um, so we'll post loads of stuff on there as well. Terry's been doing some really cool Vines. Been doing some Spectrum versus Commodore vines. Yeah, I like the um, the stamp that it has at the start. You know, yeah, the like, logo thing. It's, yeah. quite, it's quite it's really like, cool. It's a cool thing. Uh, he made that, you know. Aye, I know. He's a clever lad, you know. Mm. I wish mm. he was here. No man. Instead of me. 
No, as yeah. well as. Oh, all right, okay. Anyway, the game on. So we went, and um, what's your was your opinion? Um, I loved it. Yeah, uh, I really loved it. I thought it was brilliant. Um, it was dark. I suppose they've got to keep it dark so that kind of like art pieces and stuff get damaged in the dark. Maybe they have to keep the lights down. That was the problem with my um, phone. Like uh, I have a Sony phone and uh, it doesn't take the best pictures in the dark. Yeah. But luckily enough, Louise took a few. Like you've posted them on uh, Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Uh, when you first go in, so we'll try and talk through the games, I guess. Yes. So when you first go in, there's this big um, a projector, I yeah. think so, with um, like a, a Pong game set up. And it's got the dial type um, control method, so it's very retro. Uh, me and Lou had to go on that, and uh, she beat me. So Kelly beat me as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Oh, actually, I don't know why, because I was trying to record a vine uh, while playing. <laughs> I had no such excuse. Plus, I, I think, were you on the right controller? I was. Yes. Uh, I think it was dodgy. Oh, thank yeah, you. it was. Sorry yeah. then. Quite a few times the ball just went through the paddle and I was like, eh. So that's probably why. So the next game we went on, uh, next to that, they had, and I would love this for me home, they had a main setup. The arcade emulator? Yeah, main. And it was set on random. So where, you just, where was that? Oh, when you came in, just next to the canvas thing, there was just behind it, there was a main thing. By the way, you're like... Tom's, I can see him thinking there was some ones that you posted up that weren't there when I was there, ah, so they were changing right. around a ah, bit. Right. So maybe his main wasn't there. Main, you went a couple of weeks before me, didn't you? No, I went on the first, and you went on this. Ah, right, just a couple of days later. Main, if you, I mean, I'm sure everyone that listens to this knows what main's like, but it's very like um, iTunes. All right. So you can set it up to randomize. So there was a button to just press a, a random game on. And uh, I had to go over a little shoot them up. And Lou got Xenon, I think it was. What's Zen? Xenon, it's like a... Xenon? It's a very old um, vertical shoot them up. Which oh. Terry can like probably roll his eyes at. Because when we used to go through them, Jesus Christ, the amount of games that are just another up... Like, um. upward shoot them up. Which has no unique selling point. It's Xevious, not Xenon. Xenon's the one by the Bitmas brother. Xevious has one sort of unique idea. It has two fire modes. One where you fire planes and one where you bomb like little tank things. Uh-huh. Which Terry Oris says like the games where you're like flying along and you're shooting. You can also hit the guys on the ground. Uh-huh. That's a bit... Doesn't make any sense. Like, yeah. There was about three or four games set up on the side. One of them was Space Invaders. I posted a picture of us playing yeah. that. I go back to Space Invaders. I always found the artwork fascinating on yeah. Space Invaders. How it has nothing to do with the enemies. They're these big, like... They look like static men. Mm-hmm. You know, like, what the hell's the crack with them? Do you know what I'm talking about? The They're actual black, bodies. Like, yeah. The, the, the bodies in Space Invaders look like... Well, they were inspired by War of the Worlds type of, like aquatic type monsters uh-huh. but on the cabinet oh these sorry big, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ah, i know what you mean yes i what was that about but that's the original design i like it because so they weren't in the actual game though no it's weird isn't it and then there was there was a pinball machine i think set up around that area and um there was a, a few really old games did you see them ones that um really retro looking they look like something off 
Forbidden Planet. Yes. It looked like something off Forbidden Planet. Like, you know, that, that green yeah. one. Did you see it? it? You couldn't play on it. But it, unusual cabinets, like... The little green console, do you mean? Or No, it was like... Because um, there was weird green console in one of the cabinets that I didn't know what the hell it was. It was next to a, a Nintendo or something like oh, that. Oh, right. No, it wasn't. I didn't know what the hell that thing was. So so it was an actual game? It was an arcade, but it was gr- It was like... Well, I've got a picture on my phone, I think. Yeah. I'll show you. It, it was like an arcade, but it was green... And the design of it was very unlike any stand-up arcade that I've ever seen. And why I say it's very like Forbidden Planet, it looked like... It looked so unusual. Was it... Because, um, again, I posted a, a picture on um, on Twitter. There was three cabinets next to each other. Mm-hmm. And two of them on either side were really... It just sounds of, like this. Sort of rounded edge to them. There were... Um, I'll just show you the picture on my phone here. Then you can confirm or deny. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. The green one, yeah? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It, yeah. Un- really so weird. weird. All sparkly uh, yeah. paintwork on it, yeah. I see what you mean about uh, Forbidden Planet, kind of. Yeah, like that kind of... Um... Beautiful, though. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, there was loads of stuff there that I thought I would love to own oh, that. Oh, like. nah, tell you what. Some gorgeous cabinets. Then it kind of went into, like, it had a, a bit where it had... Like, sort of glass booth set up with a console in it, running a particular game. Yes, there was a lot of them, yeah. wasn't there, on either side. So, which one stood out for you on, on them ones? Because there was loads at this point, wasn't there? The, uh, we had to go on the Amiga, right. because it was running Lemons. The Amiga, when I was there, had um, Shadow of the Beast on, mm-hmm. and it, it had a disc selector button, mm-hmm. and it wasn't working. Oh. So, you... Took a picture of one. Mm-hmm. Is it called Ribbit Ribbon or Ribbon or something? Vic Ribbon. Vic, yeah, we I talked about that in one of the earlier episodes. Yeah, it was on Games TM's top 100 games That's of all time. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The premise of it is it's a rhythm action game, oh, and you can put your own weird. CD. So weird. Yeah, even though we'd pay to go in there, you know, you haven't got loads of time to just like. And I really wanted to go of it, and I just couldn't get the hang of what I, I was meant to do and stuff. I was. I took a vine of it and I posted it. and It was Kelly playing, not me. Mm-hmm. The whole time she was playing it, she only managed to get about three button presses at the right time, and luckily I managed to catch like two of them. But it was just weird. Like, were you a rabbit or something like that? You're supposed to be a rabbit. Yeah, I mean, like Bugs Bunny or something. Like that it was weird. It was cool though. That was very original design. I think the thing about the PlayStation was very early on, they tried a lot of game designs that were like, the were, you know, you tip your hat to them, uh-huh. like for trying these things. Like now, that could perhaps be an indie title, but back then, would you have paid 30 quid for something like that? No, no. No, not. I wouldn't have either. Because it's like, um, Parappa the Rapper as well, talking uh-huh. about the risks and stuff and... I don't think I've ever, ever talked about my experience of Parappa the Rapper. Well, there was quite I'll a interject bit with Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, there was quite a lot of Parappa the Rapper. Memorabilia. So I've got like a few games lying around. And one day I came over at yours, Tom, and, and Tom has all of his old consoles lying around. So you set up your PlayStation 2, I think it was. Yeah. And I, I've got Parappa the Rapper. And I played it back in the day. So I, me and my sister especially have fond memories of the, of the game being so unusual and that. And uh, I brought it over. And I, I thought... I, Took it as read that you'd played Parappa the Rapper. Yeah. Like, Tom, musically, you you are brimming for the rhythm. Like, you're a very rhythmic very person. I, like, I tip me out to you there. <laughs> but it was... 
<laughs> it was a damning statement to that game that you were struggling so much on it yeah. because it isn't a rhythm action game. Yeah. I'm going to destroy fans of Parappa the Rapper who think it is because yeah. it fucking isn't. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. So I was, I couldn't. <laughs> I'm suppose musically gifted. You could say I'd like I've got a, a talent for like say rhythm and stuff, but it just didn't. It didn't make any sense, and you couldn't work out. Like, okay, if, if it's maybe, maybe there's a bit of latency or lag or something, so I'll press the button just after, no, that doesn't work. Press it just before, no, that doesn't work. Press it right, no, that doesn't work. It, there was no, there right, was no more rhythm. reason. No. <laughs> and then it would, it, there would be easier bits um, where you would get it every time. It would say perfect or something like that. And then the scoring system made absolutely no sense. It would just shoot up and down after every round. <laughs> you do really well on one bit of it. Yeah. That, that fucking song with it was it was she a hippopotamus? Yeah. Uh, uh, I forgot to close the door. Oh my god! I forgot to close the door. You forgot to close the door. was pulling her hair out. Yeah, but what I loved about it. And this happened just recently when I booted up Beat Boy again, and I hadn't played it for ages. And I put on like some of the custom maps, and I was playing it, and it was getting late, and I was like, you're like this as well, this is why I bring it up. I was like, I'm doing this level. And Louise said this classic phrase, why are you doing this to yourself? But that's what it's like <laughs> to yeah. be a gamer. Yeah. You will not fucking give up. Like, yeah. gotta keep going. And I've done it in the end. And yeah. you've done that level in the end. I did, yeah, and then got on the next one without gecko thing uh, I could do that reason. one back in the day Re- rep- reptile or crocodile it was like shaggy he, he yeah, was, yeah. <laughs> was, it was even worse because it was like there was like a rapid fire bit that you mm-hmm. just couldn't do it was impossible but the best thing about that game is you've got to play the level at least once before you get anywhere near knowing what's happening because it's you've got the full bar at the bottom right Aye. and it'll say like press uh, square circle triangle and it'll fill the full bar and then the next bit is only half a bar long but it doesn't didn't give you any notification. It's only half a bar long. You only know it's half a bar long because it's finished by the time you start pressing your button. You're like, well, you didn't tell us it was going to be half a bar. And then the next one goes back to like two full bars or something like that. And you, you, you've got no way of knowing and what's coming up I've unless you've played it before. It doesn't teach you. is So like even early on, right, it go punch, kick. It's all in the mind if um, you're going to. Uh-huh. So it'll go <laughs> and punch and it'll go. And then rap, prab, I'll go punch. Yeah. So it'll be like triangle, yeah. right? It doesn't teach you this, but if you just press triangle like loads of times, you get more points for it. Do you? Oh, uh, yeah. Remember, does it, does it scratch? You, you were struggling to do uh, it, and I wasn't even hitting it on the beat or yeah. anything. I was like just pressing it. It's kind it, of like a scratch. You're scratching the record or something, isn't it? Yeah, I think, that's I think kind you're of giving what, it a bit of a. Well, <laughs> that's what they were going for, but it doesn't tell you that. I suppose if you read the manual, you'd probably know that. Well, they had to make the game as hard as possible because I, d- I only think the six levels, and I, the one you got to with the shaggy guy selling them like something, the one after that is you're waiting in the queue to go to a portal uh, because you wanted to show stuff, and I just couldn't get past. That I level. could never do that one as a as a young younger mm. person, and um, so to go back to um, game on, it was so weird to see all this paraphernalia for uh, Prapa, yeah, and more shockingly for me, Prapa the rapper too. Because oh, really? I thought, yeah, I had to go on it. I thought Umjamalami, which I only ever de- had a demo for, I thought that was the sequel to Prapa the Rapper. But Umjamalami is a is a totally different game. I Never. did not know, and like there'll be people who are like retro fans, like rolling their eyes, going, "These guys <laughs> don't fuck all." 
I didn't know there was a sequel to Parappa the Rapper. No, I didn't. I, I didn't, tried I didn't playing it and game on, but you couldn't hear it and we know the problems with uh, like the game anyway. <laughs> I, I don't remember seeing that. I remember seeing loads. Of, I'm sure there was like a couple of Parappa masks and stuff. Like I took a picture of the that display. Yeah, I did because I was going to send um, it to you to go. Ha ha! Look at it. Because I I took quite a great delight in how much you hated that game. You was, was you were really excited, weren't you? I remember you coming around. You going, look what I've got. And I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck's this? And you're like, I can't wait to see you play this game yes. <laughs> because it's like it's quite an iconic game, and I was so surprised you'd never played it. Oh, yeah. It's a shit game. Right. Oh, yeah. Like. I'm not arguing on that. Like, I don't even like the way it looks. I like, do. I, even, I, 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 I really like. It used to. I, I used to see a lot of it when I was um, younger, and it always irritated us. It was. I don't know why it was one of those ones, but I can't really explain what I didn't like about it. I just really didn't like the design of it. Do you not think it's it's dated really well? Like I think if you look at other games like from the PlayStation One, like generations. Although seeing that when you hooked up the PlayStation One, we played that Doom. And um, Wipeout 2097. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they all looked great. Like, yeah, especially yeah. Wipeout 2097 looked oh. fucking class. Yeah, that's true. We played The Thing as well, didn't we? That was good. Oh, I did. I forgot. I tried to find that on the Xbox, but it wasn't available. We they played buy it. Shadow Man. <laughs> Shadow Man. What, what? How many frames per second do you think that gave? One. If that. 0.5. Yeah, <laughs> that was terrible. And this, this, the sound looped. Um, <laughs> it did. I with them three, birds tweeting in the back. Uh, about a three-second-long loop of the sound of the birds. Was it like frogs and stuff? Oh, it's just a swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then them fucking dogs. <laughs> no, he's doing it when you kill them. So but, yeah. On the ones that were set up, the ones that I remember quite well was um, Mario All-Stars. Someone had put um, the Lost Levels on, which are the hard levels. I was enjoying playing that. It's funny, playing that now, the controls felt a little bit off from what mm. I remembered, which was a bit of a shame. We I- played uh, Mario Kart on the Nintendo, the yellow Nintendo 64 that oh, had sitting there. Class. Uh, Kelly Beaters, and then we played Rainbow Road. When we were there, I think it had Mario Mario sixty four set up. Oh uh, right, it was the yellow one. Was it the yellow? Yeah, uh, yeah. It was the, one of the first ones you got to. They must have changed it to Mario Kart. Then. Louise had a go on it, and I thought it looked pretty ropey. And it's it's a game that everyone goes on about, like Mario sixty four. The, the laps went on for ages. Like we played Rainbow Road, and we were playing it for about ten minutes, and we still hadn't finished. Yeah. Those was massive bombs kept going across the thingy. It didn't have the charm of the first one, like the the. Um, I love the first uh, one, the snares one. It's just fucking mm. We had to go on Tomb Raider, and that was a fucking shock. When I got there, <laughs> the game. Someone must have done it on purpose to make fun of the game, but she was standing there, and you could see her from the side, and like her boobs were just totally triangle. It's ridiculous, isn't it? And especially when you look. I've seen some of the screenshots of Rise of the Tomb Raider. It looks absolutely beautiful. Did you like um, it had a lot of the artwork and the evolution yes, of the character? I how she... Took, I, did I, put, I think I put... Yeah, I put that on Twitter. Uh, that was interesting good, uh, to see. It must have been the first level because I restarted the game, I'm sure, and the first level was... Um, it was? It was a solid course? No, it was in the in the snow. It was in like ah. a snowy... I don't know. Because I, I think um, I did the you know the select start and press all four shoulder buttons. I did that on one of them. I think it was that. Uh-huh. And the restart the console. I think it was on that one on Tomb Raider. But it just looked 
was so as like, bad as I remember. <laughs> Not as as bad as I would expect. So ropey, like it, it feels like it's running at an un precise frame rate uh-huh. everything's like up in the air and you're not sure if it, like it just seems so floaty uh-huh. and Lou actually played it for a little while whilst I was fucking on with um, what's that thing called with the big battle what, what uh, is that mech yeah, thing yeah. called Me- uh, Mech not Mech Assault um, Mechasaurus <laughs> <laughs> not Mech Warrior what the fuck was that called anyway I'd read about this years ago and it uh-huh. was on the it's on the Xbox the original Xbox and uh, it's a From Software game, and I'm a fan of From Software, you know, with the um, Dark Souls stuff and whatnot. Oh, is it them? Yeah, and wow. uh, they the recently made a different version just using Kinect, and mm-hmm. it went down like a bag of shit, because, yeah. like, the Kinect is totally, like... I, I, I've got no love for the uh, the Kinect at all. Well, like, I can go on to that, the Kinect setup as well, like... That was, wasn't it? Ch- yes. Child of Light was on, which I've actually completed Child of Light with a joypad. Yeah. Because I got it for like two quid. And it's a it's a, a beautiful, trippy experience. Actually, in Peepshow, they play it once. Oh, right, yeah. So I put a vine up of Kelly playing it. Aye, I, I noticed. And it's waving your hand like a fucking idiot around. Steel Battalion. Steel Battalion, that's it. So... I really wanted to go of it, so I sat there, listened to the what the guy had to say, and honestly, I just couldn't get the fucking hang of it. I couldn't. Like I was it. switching switches. It's yeah. just. I think I don't know. Were some of the switches just for show sure, though? Because it was. It said, no, um, I'd heard ages ago that everything does a particular thing. Uh, it was. It's overkill. That like it's too much. It's far. Too Do you know much. how much that was back in the day? I'm sure it was like 160 quid. That. I'm not surprised. Because it was surprised it was too- that cheap. Really, it was well built though, wasn't yeah. it? Two really good joysticks, a middle like panel with loads of buttons on, and um, a clutch and uh, an accelerator, I yeah. guess. And it looked all right. I w- that's a game I would like to give more time to, but uh-huh. I couldn't move the fucking uh, thing. That was we didn't get because Kelly was playing it, and she couldn't move either. She was just sitting there. It must it was broken or something? Maybe surely not. I'll try to move. That's the excuse we'll use. Yeah, it was broken. <laughs> so before, like, so they had the game set up. They also had, so we've talked more of the consoles. I played um, a Neo Geo, the Neo Geo joypad, uh, joystick, fucking uh-huh. really well built. We'll, we played uh, Buster Move, you know, the use Bib and Bob and it's yeah, a puzzle I game. We played that on the, the, it was one of the games we used to play on the PlayStation that we made Kai's house. Yeah. We all absolutely loved it. It was class. It was it so was. addictive. Can I just say, actually, I don't think we said where this was. It was Game Two Point, Game On Two Point Oh, but it was at the Centre of Life in Newcastle. That's right, yeah, that's where it is. Uh, it's still there until January. It's right, yeah, or February actually. January, February, February. yeah. yeah. They had all them set up. They had some really old ones, like they had a breakout set up and stuff like yeah, that, yeah. which was like an endurance test in boredom. Was that the where the blocks were on the side, the right uh, hand side, yeah, with the dial. Yes, that's right. I'm sure it wasn't working very well either. It was so slow. It was one-handed. Well, I was using it one-handed because I was taking a picture, but yeah, yeah, that's right. They had um, more for English uh, fans. You had your... I don't think they had an Amstrad set up. So you had your classic 8-bit machine set up. They had the... Um, I took a picture of the Commodore and the Spectrum. I actually took a picture of me holding my nose whilst I was like next to the Spectrum, <laughs> but it didn't come out very well, so that's a shame. That was for Terry. Yeah, it, it really took us back, the Commodore one especially, you know, the picture that we got on Twitter with me, with the joystick, because that was the joystick. I had so many joysticks growing up. Like, you would... You'd, 
They just didn't last. Uh-huh. But I remember two ones being like, you either that camp or that camp. And Terry and his brother loved a one called the Cruiser. Uh-huh. And the Cruiser is very like the zip stick that's in that picture. Not the except- red one. No, the zip sticks, that yeah. little black one. Right, okay. It was black with yellow buttons. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But its unique selling point was at the side, it had a switch. And if you pressed the switch forward, it meant you could keep your finger on the buttons. Uh-huh. Like it was like a rapid fire thing. Right, okay. It was so well built. It was a lovely joystick. What Terry and his brother liked more was the cruise that was called. It was slightly similar design. A bit elongated with round buttons, whereas the zip stick had square buttons. Yeah. But its unique selling point was on the actual joystick, where the joystick went into the the base, you could change the joystick. It had three settings, and you changed it on how loose it felt. Oh, right. And it had recommendations, like this was better for like fighting games. This right. was better. Okay. I remember there's more pictures I took of like that little red one. I think you watched. That, well, that, that little hand. red one got loads of love on Twitter. It was loads of people were like, retweeting it and saying, sending messages saying that was my first one, my first. Oh, ever. really? Uh, absolutely loved that joystick and stuff. I got loads of likes. Well, I had favorites. two very similar ones to that. I had a one that was like a gun. Mm-hmm. So, do you ma- imagine a phaser from the original Star Trek? Right. It was it was blue if memory serves us right, and on the top it had a little yellow like joystick. Uh-huh. And you fired using, so it was like a a gun. Yeah. And there was another one that I had, which was a bug, it was called. And it was grey. And it was very like, thinking back, very like uh, a lot of Apple stuff. So it had that colour, you know. It was grey and it sat in the palm of your hand. And it had indentations for your fingers to fit in there. Uh And the joystick was on the top. Uh And I remember playing Operation Wolf with that and getting the worst blister you've ever seen on the like like one of my fingers because uh, it was just that's wasn't. What, that's what you're blaming it on, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's from my joystick. Yes, it is. Isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. the next day, my hands like just in this claw because <laughs> yeah. it's locked like that. Yeah. Is so it... bringing them joysticks, seeing them. I mean, there was the cheetah. Did you ever see that one? No. The cheetah was the one that Spectrum owners like to play, like use. It was very. Black, it was black with big, it was overloaded with buttons. Uh-huh. It had like two on the bottom, like a trigger, a one on the top, and stuff like that. Cheetah, the cheetah, the cheetah joystick. I, I picture I, that. There's another one that I remember, like, and I, I'm trying to like remember because there was another one I had that had a unique selling point where I tried to like take an idea. Oh, that was it. It was a joystick, right? Like with a square base, and the shaft came up like. Like they all did. I've been wanting to say shaft for a while. The shaft comes up like they all did. So the the shaft was just... You should see the hand movements he's using here. <laughs> um, I'm talking about joystick. It's very manly. The shaft came up like, you know, like a shaft. <laughs> and it came with three interchangeable, like, shafts. Shafts, yeah. One of them was just your classic arcade style one. It had, like, a bubble top. Yeah. And that was recommended for um, platform games. Then you had a one where it was like, it had a grip oh, like right, that. Yeah. Like but flying the, games and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. the other one was like a kind of weird in between. But what I loved about that game, like that joystick was that, you know, they took the effort where right. you could get these different things to plug into them. You just don't, you don't really get like, I know there's, there's um, third party joypad manufacturers these days. Like obviously with PCs, there's loads of different manufacturers of mice. Uh, mice? 
mouses mm-hmm. and stuff I like think that. It is mice. Peripherals. Yeah. All they're doing is emulating the existing like is it Wildcat or something make um, nah. controllers for the Xbox. Uh-huh. But all they do is to make their version of the Xbox three sixty controller and it's no different. Or the Xbox controller. It's just trying to make it look you don't get any of the sort of try to innovate or anything and bring out a brand new controller. It feels completely different. Well, didn't it go from... A, there used to be... In my household, there used to be a, a time when, when we went to the consoles when I had... she, My sister had a Mega Drive. I had a SNES. And um, later on, I had a, a PlayStation and that. And you'd always have one official joypad. Yeah. <laughs> and one, like... Yeah. Um, like non-official, and it was always like like the guest would have to use uh, the yes, non-official exactly. because it was literally a worse experience, yeah. especially especially on the snares. Uh-huh. The snares, I've got a snares still, right? And I've got one of their their joypads are a work of art. The beauty, mm-hmm. they're just playing on them is so it's like lovely. Uh-huh. I've got like a a rubbishy like you know knockoff one, uh-huh. and it's bigger, it's ugly, it's bulky, uh-huh. but it has <laughs> micro switches, so people think it's better. What are the, like, auto fire and stuff like that? Or? Yeah, you can, like, change, like, it, so you can just tap the button to fire it fast uh, and right, stuff okay, like that. Yeah. I never liked that sort of, I never liked, like, auto fire on the the third-party controllers. Like, it just used to... I felt like it was and, cheating. Yeah. Like, the games weren't designed around that idea. Exactly, yeah. I like the way they had the Street Fighter, the evolution of Street Fighter. Did yes, you see that? Yes, I played them all. Um, the Street Fighter won... Didn't work properly when I was. No, it was it was glitching all over the place. The characters were like looked like they were going through a <laughs> being warped onto the Enterprise or something. Like yeah, that they time. did. I uh, <laughs> that didn't really work. And then on the other side, there was a couple of there was I think that Street Fighter Four on the other side. That three and four. That oh, one through three and four. I was at three. Was it? I don't think I played that one. Three's um, got that oh, really yeah. interesting like pixel art to it. Yeah. One of my, my favourite parts of the whole thing was the handheld section because they had two, three, in fact, cabinets full of handhelds and they were fascinating. There was, again, I got a vine of going around the mm-hmm. dome one and that had, like, every single one you can imagine. And then it seemed like the other two boxes, one had a load of Sony ones in and the other one had, I think it had the Nintendo stuff in, but there was the dome one just had all sorts of things. It even had that, like... That Nokia, was it called Engage or something That's like that? Exactly that old right, Nokia yeah. one, which I've never played on, but I remember when it came out, I was like, wow. And that, that never kind of um, never never stuck with that. Really. But it was, ah, there was all sorts of hand, handhelds. Again, check with, with Twitter and Vine for all of those. Because there was a list of on the wall of the different, like the wall numbered, and then had the list on the wall of which one was which. That like that game and watches and stuff that are worth a fucking bomb nowadays. The Tamagotchis and stuff like I that. Did, uh, and they I had my favourite, the Donkey Kong, the orange Donkey oh, Kong yes. one. Oh, yes. Such beautiful little uh, handheld, that one. Oh, they just had everything that you can imagine. Did you play um, Dragon's Lair on the Wii? Because they had all the Dragon's no, Lair artwork. I, no, I, it I did I not it. fucking work, no. like, properly. Because I said to Louise, this game's horrendous. Uh-huh. You've just got to like, like press a button, like a prompt. It's like Simon says. Uh-huh. That is Simon says there as well. Mm-hmm. You know. And then, I know. I was like bastard. I really. I had that back in the day. Is that like the kids section, wasn't it? Uh huh. All the little tables for all the kids to play on. I yeah, the Nintendo DS and stuff. I did. You see the uh, Sesame Street game on the NES? Mm-mm. Oh, they had that in the kids section, and it looked horrendous. It looked mm-hmm. like someone had been sick on the screen. <laughs> like most of the games. <laughs> <laughs> what were we going to say there sorry just uh, we'll play it on the Wii 
it was Dragon's Lair. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I says, I couldn't do it. And she's like, you're holding the joypad the wrong way. So she had to go. And I wasn't, I mustn't have been holding the joypad the wrong way because she couldn't do it. You know? <laughs> Typical. We just had some women's intuition there. <laughs> I think you're holding the joypad the wrong way. <laughs> but uh, around the corner, you had, um, I think it was Rock Band or something set up. Oh, yeah. And Kelly, Lil had and Kelly were playing that. I was playing the keys and she was playing the drums. I played the guitar and she played that. I mean, it's, it's cool. Like, I never tried the, I'd like to try the microphone one. I think it would have been pointless there because it was so noisy. It was like a swimming pool. I had, there was two kids, two young kids standing behind us waiting for us to get off. And I was like, you're never going to get her off. <laughs> well, like, we played Freebird. It went what? off. Freebird by fucking oh, Leonard okay. Skinner. It went on for like hours. The solo was like, How does it go? How does that song go? So I if I leave here tomorrow, would you still remember me? If I The very end when it speeds up and it's like fucking all those guitar solos and plus every version seems to have this bit where you're meant to just add lib. Did you experience that uh, bit? No. Because I didn't understand the guitar bit. It's not the button orientated one, was it? It was button with strings and yeah. I didn't know what the fuck. I didn't really get it. And no. sometimes I was doing really well on it and then other times I was saying I was doing shit. I just stuck with the keys, mate. Like, it's easy. <laughs> um, I had a couple of like sort of sitting in car ones as well but that had the classic that I remember <coughs> the very end yeah. Yeah. you walk into a an arcade of a certain era and Daytona like playing all the fucking time <laughs> we had to go with me and Lou with that I played it with manual gears and fucking hell I started, I remember, um, it was with Gran Turismo on the PlayStation 2, I'd, I'd started using, and I was one, the only person out of all my mates that would use the manual gears, and they were like, how do you do that? Mm. Why can I do that? I was like, because oh, I'm just much better than you. <laughs> the simple answer. Needless to say. <laughs> I was always coming last, but at least I was using manual gears. <laughs> <laughs> then they had, I think probably my favourite, apart from the handheld bit, they had some really old like Pac-Man around the corner they had, oh. they had those cocktail cabinets that you mentioned a couple of weeks ago yeah. a couple of podcasts ago we had a quick go there and there was was it Space there was Space Invaders on there as well wasn't it on the you know the flat yeah. tabletop one when I played I think it had um, I think it had Pac-Man when I was there alright because yeah. Pac-Man was in the the, the war camp they had, uh, yeah, had Track and Field playing Track uh, and Field I couldn't believe how much it was just Daily Thompson <laughs> it was exactly <laughs> the same game I couldn't believe it it was just like the just stolen the license and just used it. There's a podcast I really like, and I thought they ended, but they've actually just rebranded themselves. Should check them out. They're called No Quarter. Right, yeah. They, they always play like one game, and they played Book Rogers, right? Mm-hmm. And they said it was a big pile of steam and shit. That was there. Was it? They were playing another game. Yes, it was. Uh-huh. That, oh, what was it? Mappy. And I think that was there, and it mm. was a load of shit. But they had Star Wars as well. But disappointingly enough, they didn't have the big cabinet one they just yeah, had yeah. The, like they did with um, Outrun uh, they just had the like stand one with the uh, I mean, I, had to go with that did you I played that I fucking loved it it's, yeah. it's so timeless it still seems class it's just those thought that um, I don't know what the art design's called but it's just all the lines vector the, graphics yes yeah thank you um, it just looked looked really good it's timeless it's just it, it's, it's beautiful it's kind of like there's so many movies 
that came out that had like that sort of uh, when they tried to see if they were going into a computer game or something that's the yeah. graphics they would use but I had the Outrun um, I got a vine of the Outrun game I thought that looked pretty good does I the steering wheel wasn't the best nah and it was hard to stand up and control the accelerator and stuff I know one of my favourites was the what's the one with the steel ball the roller ball oh I am um, missile command or yes what? I, yeah. that was brilliant it the, the only thing again though because we've gone like after quite a few months of being there I think mm. a lot look the they need a bit of maintenance I played the roller that. ball wasn't great it, it was you had to press hard and, and roll but it, it was it was still a really addictive game. I think it's it got fantastic. such a cool concept. Yeah. It's like so clever. Like and it had the three different bases at the bottom when you have to direct. I it was great. It always reminds us of Terminator Two because he's playing it. He is, yeah. Aye. When he goes in, in the Galleria. You just said he was going to the Galleria, right? Yeah. The Galleria. He's he's trying to find John Connor. There's that kid. That kid's playing. Hey, there's a guy over there looking for you. Hey, man, there's this cop scoping for you. Check it out. That gauntlet as well. Yeah, the proper gauntlet cabinet, which was beautiful. I love that with the oh, it's the beautiful. four different the uh, artwork is just so the voices I, I the, don't remember the voices I mustn't have ever played the proper arcade version but uh, you kept saying stuff like warrior has entered the battle good luck warrior and stuff like that <laughs> warrior you're about to die well it's on that pack that um, I brought over one yeah. time for the Xbox like, to be honest with the Xbox 360, it's only got two, like, decent retro packs from yeah. my knowledge. Midway one. And... One of them's the Midway one and the other one's the Mega Drive one that you lent me. And uh, the Midway one has got Gauntlet 1 and 2 on. Mm-hmm. And what I hate about Gauntlet, and I never remember this from back in the past, is it just keeps flashing up with this text. The first time you see a baddie or something, it comes um, up and says, this is a baddie, shoot it. stop, everything pauses. Yeah, well, and, uh... and I don't like that. The, the funny thing about those retro games is that um, with the backwards compatible games, what the first 104 that were released, there's quite a few of them on the retro games, like Sonic the Hedgehog and stuff like that, which I thought was quite strange. When I was looking through for the next podcast, like the next episode, how we're going to be talking about Christmas games, I had a look on Xbox Live to see like what games, uh, if there was any Christmassy ones, and it, it shocked me because it comes up on Xbox Live if a game's Xbox One compatible right it shocked me some of the choices yeah right Meat Boy fantastic I played that last night yeah it's great that's a that's a cool game you know I want that on like the new console but then some other ones I'm like you're really bringing that to the Xbox mm. One it's, it's odd it worked actually that's one thing I want to say that the um, I, I wasn't sure what to expect with the backwards compatibility but it just worked beautifully like no problem at all class because I only ever finished the first world on, on Super Meat Boy you know so I've got like the full pretty much the full game to go through which I'm happy with well I wouldn't mind setting aside a night where we'll have a game of it you know yeah like that night we did well it was years ago now because when I was copying all my save files over to the cloud I was amazed at how long ago it's been since I've played some of them games you know uh, yeah. one of the last ones was like 2013 was that, like the last game I bought for the Xbox 360 Fucking it hell. wasn't digital anyway Right. So I got the stick of truth. But even that, I think, must have been a couple of years ago. So it's been a long, long time since I've been playing consistently, but that's going to change now. Cool. But that, that night when we're at my old house, actually, and me, you, Terry, and Kelly were um, in the living room playing Super Meat Boy, mm-hmm. and I finished that level and proper screamed, oh, that's <laughs> Get it! That's what's like, it's so satisfying. That's why. That I... must have been your profile, though, because I, I don't think I've finished it on mine, unless I, unless I have, or I don't know. Uh, I don't know because I, I finished all of the 
the first 20 or the first uh, group of levels and the dark ones and I've got the 20 elastoplasts oh really the first oh, yeah. thingy so most, maybe it was well the next <laughs> level is the hospital yeah the first one is it called the forest or something I love the body how they've tried to kind of sort of tribute uh, Dr. Robotnik I think like, I think that's the idea of what they went for there's really loads cool, of though. Like nods, sticking his finger up and stuff. There's bits where it's a bit street fightery, yeah. Or there's the start of one level. It's the start of Castlevania. You oh, know right, how right. he goes. And if you play the um, internet ones, the the start off in bubbles, like the start of Bubble Bobble, right? Like him and their uh, Bandage Girl. When you oh. finish the game, you unlock Bandage Girl's levels. Oh, just right, the, okay. It's just the same, but you can. You can get different characters who have different attributes as well. Uh-huh. I went through a period of fucking loving that game. Yeah. And I finished all the light levels. I've never done the dark ones because you've got to do them in a certain level. And the last world on there is just crazy, man. I had to go into like a zen-like trance to fucking finish it. It's like, um, it reminds me of the, the Mario Maker game. Some of the levels I've seen completed on that. Yeah, There was just one video I saw of this kid finishing this one and you should have seen his reaction he was just like he was sort of amazed he just sat going oh my god oh my god I did it but I, it's that sort of thing isn't it where the levels are just unbelievably just hard pixel perfect the replay as well it was boxing day and uh, I was I was particularly ill this boxing day um, and Terry had come over because it used to be a tradition that Terry would come over and would just get pissed and play on a few retro games and uh, I'd seen it and it was on sale so I bought it and we played it for something like four hours. I remember drinking loads of Kraken. And I remember this. I having the worst sore throat whilst playing it. Mm. And then it going away by the end of the night. It was just so weird. It was such a weird night. Kraken cures what ails you. Yeah. If Kraken want to sponsor us, I'll be happy with that. All they needed was sending some Kraken's a type of rum, by the way. That's absolutely fantastic. Right. Okay. Has it got the Kraken on the front on the bottle? It has. Uh, Call off the Kraken. <laughs> Um, they had Bibble Bobble on on just not a proper cabinet but they had like a just a a cabinet and I played for that and I wanted to get on the scoreboard Lou wanted to go to that stupid thing that was on you know the 4D, 4D thing right, we went you know, on it and uh, Kelly wanted to go on that so did it, you go on it? yeah I'd been on I'd been on twice I'd been on once when I went to they had another show in, like not gaming orientated but you know Gunter the guy who does plastination, the thing with the bodies. Oh yeah, yeah, no. I went to that, and when I went there, what was that like? It was, it was really good, but it was weird because there was a school trip on, and there was kids running around, not interested. Yet in the background, there's like literally dead bodies. You oh, know, right. it's funny, isn't it? It was quite ghoulish. There was one section as well where it had jarred fetuses. Oh no! Through like different ages, it was. It was That's interesting, but there wasn't a lot on, and I think it was a bit of a rip-off for the money. Oh. Whereas I think Game On had a lot more to it. I could have stayed another two or three hours, but I felt like Lou was getting bored by that point. So Yeah, I was I was just knackered. Right, yeah. I, I got me Phil. I really enjoyed it. Uh, but I was I had, a, I had a long day, and then we went and had a burger. Yeah, we went to TFI Fridays and just like yeah. fucking burgered up we went to Byron Burger at the monument this new one that's opened up mm-hmm. Kelly wrote a blog post about that as well actually are they good are they yeah the, the food was good but the first time it came out it was cold mm. it wasn't hot enough anyway so they took it back and took all the food off the bill so the Byron um, IPA was really really nice as well that was good 
So we basically got a free meal. Class. It was really tasty. But they do that thing that burger places do now where you've got to buy the burger and then you've got to buy your chips and stuff separately. Uh, or fries if you're listening in the US. Uh, or uh, frites if you're listening in France. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's everything we need to say about Game On, game on 2.0. Go, if, you, if you get listen to this and you've got time, go. Uh, that's what I would finally say. I would say if you're a fan, um, I would say support it. Go. Yeah. It's a little bit on the pricey end, but like... It's 12 quid or something. Like that, I think, per yeah, person. I think if you've... You'll get a lot out of it. Like yeah, yeah. I, I mean, there was also we touched upon some of the artwork, but they also had some of the original Mario artwork, which I thought was a, like mm. amazing to see. A lot of Uncharted artwork as mm. well. I forgot that I actually went to this um, this little gaming exhibition uh-huh. at Woodhorn Colliery. Is it Woodhorn Colliery? I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, this was years ago. I went and I took some pictures when I was there. And I completely forgot about them, but I still got them on my phone, mm. and I meant to. Put them together, and I've got some videos of me playing Jet Set Williams stuff. I meant to put them Class. on Twitter. So now that I've said it on this podcast, I'll do it. After I love this. the way Woodhorn Colliery had Jet Set Willie on, uh, or Manic Miner as well. It, it had um, it was had some issues because it was it had a connect set up, mm. but a lot of the things didn't work properly. Well, it didn't work properly there. No, uh, it came on. Uh, I was playing that child of light, and I was just ra- like hoying my hands around. Uh, do you think it was too dark or something? Maybe I, don't know. I think it has to be because um, people are different heights and sizes mm. and stuff. I think it's it needs calibrated, doesn't it? I believe so, but I don't know if I'm giving it a lot of. Uh-huh. I'll tell you one other game that I was well impressed by, and I knew I would be. Uh, Mario on the Wii U, the 3D one. I don't know if you've seen it. It no. just it looks so good. Because the Wii U is HD. Mm-hmm. Angry Video Game Nerd. Well, James Rolfe played through it a little bit for a, a Monday. Um, and it just looks it looks so cool uh-huh. and like, beautiful. I'll just say another thing. Uh, hit the minute. Angry Video Game Nerd's doing... Game uh, art, isn't it? Yeah, game art for every like day in Christmas. And I think it's really inspired. It's I've, I didn't enjoy uh, Monster Madness this year at all. And I know we, that. It, it put us right off, and we haven't because we used to watch it uh, while we're having a tea. We'd put one of these episodes on, but the Monster Madness was poor. I didn't enjoy it. Did you? It was think... all over the place. I didn't know when I was what I was missing, what I was watching, and still I like James uh, Board James, but I think that's coming to an end. I have you he's... seen the last one he done? No, I'm, I haven't seen the last one yet. I would say from the. Bu- the budget that they're working on, what he's achieved with the very last one is fantastic. Really? I would say it's really, really, oh, really good. So I'm, I enjoy that, so we'll watch that. But what we've been doing recently is watching all of Red Dwarf, because it's come on Netflix recently. Right, yeah. And right. watching the full series of Red Dwarf. And I think we're up to like series four or something now. Terry yeah. Lennon's the box set, but I, I wasn't getting through it very quick because my life was quite busy then and mm. my girlfriend will not tolerate Red Dwarf in the slightest. Really? No. There's so many episodes I don't remember, you know. Loads. Honestly. And then there'll be little snippets of it. I go, I remember that bit, but I don't remember all the rest of the show. So yeah. It's funny. Do you remember yeah. years ago they'd done a poll on what was the best ever Red Dwarf episode? Right. And it was the Better Than Life one, where they go yeah. into like, the wake-up. Uh, well, there's that one, which is very game-orientated. And I would say there's also that one where they go into a game. Mm-hmm. And they all give themselves like attributes to kill the viruses. Do you remember That's that brilliant. one? Yeah, where he's uh, like cats, a knife the, cats the fast draw and shoot her eye. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Got that to come. Is there anything else you want to say? Game on. No, no. Game? I think we've covered everything. I, I just 
I was so glad to have gone to it and enjoyed yeah, it. Because we were worried that we weren't going to get a chance because we, we intended to go together, didn't we? I know. That was the original idea for all of us to go together. But we were going to go on something like the Bank Holiday Monday and we mm. decided, actually, no. It was the last Bank Holiday Monday of the summer. Ah. So it would have been mental. It would have been a bit bored. Because we, we went on a Saturday in November and it was really busy. Luckily, you went on a Thursday and it was quiet. It, it was, was heavy for a little bit because it had a school fucking trip on. And trip I was on. like, this ah, is, it's... are you kidding me? But then they cleared out because, yeah. you know, kids. Kids are the thing is kids aren't interested in all games. I, no. I don't think they are. And no. there might be fathers listening to this who have like schooled kids and like, oh, this is Pac-Man, this is that. Yeah. That's different, right? Because uh, they have got an attachment to them, mm. and they've grown up with the father like telling them and showing them games, and yeah. they'll have that bond. Most kids couldn't give a fuck. Yeah, Call of Duty's fault. Yeah, and on that bombshell. <laughs> right, that's the end of episode. Seven, seven episode seven part two. That's what this one is. Is it really? I wonder what's going to be called. Christmas special. Mm. Um, we're gonna have a quick break and then we'll come back with part three, which yeah. is going to be the Xmas bit, the festive one that I want people to be listening to on Christmas Day. You know, like around the table, where still like get your onesie on, mm-hmm. get no, in front no. of the fire, get a nice hot cup of mulled fucking what was it mulled. Oh, punch. Christmas punch. Mold don't drink punch. that. Listeners, don't oh, drink that because it, it, it doesn't cold. have the like important ingredients is alcohol. Well, yeah. it's missing. Non-alcoholic Christmas punch. Oh, mold punch. Avoid that. Um, <laughs> have some Leffy. Have some Quantro chocolates. Oh my God. There's only there three go. chocolates We're going to have to keep them chocolates for the last episode. All right. And it's still half a... All right, you're going to have some of your cookie. The dead soft. Oh, I'm going to have one, yeah. Right, well, let's have a break. We'll see you soon. Bye, listeners. Thank you.